0: Hi, my name's Matt, and this is a podcast about life after the coronavirus vaccine. Welcome to episode five. Mental health advice can come from all kinds of places, self-help books, therapy, spiritual practice, the advice of friends. Today, it comes from Ariana Grande. Thank you. Next. The connection might not be immediately obvious between mental health and a song about a pop star's exes, but I promise you it's there and I promise it's a good one. So stick with me a moment whilst I explain. You see, when it comes to dealing with worries, maybe the worst thing you can do is to say don't worry. I mean has that ever worked? Certainly not for me and actually it often makes it worse. You tell this brain not to worry and it's gonna say well now I'm really worried. I'm gonna worry about why I shouldn't be worrying. So what's a better way to deal with it? I say it's saying thank you next. I'll never forget the interviews with Ariana about the song where she talks about the meaning behind it. And to her, thank you is not a throwaway line or a sarcastic thing. It, she really means it when she says it. Thank you. Really. Thank you. But also, next. As in, thank you to the past for all it's done, for all it's taught me, but also it's time to move on to something new. And if there is a better way to deal with worries, I've not come across it. Giving worries their due, thanking them for keeping us safe, keeping us prepared, keeping us alert to the dangers of the world, that's essential. But also, when they've done their job, we've got to put them down and move on. Thank you. Next. Perhaps I can give an example, one that I'm working on right now and one that might help other shielders, vaccinated people and lockdown leavers out there who are feeling nervous about the months ahead. When I'm out and about and sometimes hit by those worries about being around other people. It's, it's a strange feeling. We've been spending so long avoiding others that being out, even just running past others on a path, can bring about all kinds of worries. So I try this. I remind myself, you're outside and outside helps make you safer. You keep your distance and keeping your distance helps make you safer you keep it short and keeping it short helps make you safer. And if I'm wearing a mask, you're wearing a mask and wearing a mask helps make you safer. And recently I've been able to add to that list, you've had a vaccine and having a vaccine helps make you safer. I say these worries worked. And in the weeks and months ahead, we'll add that friends and family have been vaccinated, that prevalence is low, that testing works, and each of those worries will have worked too. And they will have worked to make sure we arrive in a time when those worries are no longer needed. So with one breath in and one breath out, I say, and maybe sing, Thank you, next. And it's totally fine to giggle a little because it is quite ridiculous. <laughs> one of the reasons for creating this podcast, a purpose that I had a feeling about before I started, but one that has become clearer in the conversations that I've been having as a result of the first few episodes is to try and find a place where we all can collectively find ways to move on from the past year. We all know how difficult the past year has been for ourselves and in particular feeling that struggle get harder as time goes on. In that sense we, we have a shared experience of hurt, pain and loss. I've become increasingly aware, particularly in the conversations that this podcast has opened up, of how the past year has been difficult for everyone, but it has been difficult for each of us in so many different ways. For me, as a shielder who lives alone, there have been huge challenges around missing others, of missing time spent with friends and family. There have been huge challenges around working from home and being able to transition between working and living whilst both things happen on the same screens in the same four walls. But there have also been great rewards in the extra time spent running, in the freedom to enjoy baking and podcasts and drag race, in the ways I have tapped into a deeper understanding of myself and my inner strengths. For others, raising a family of homeschoolers or starting a brand new family for the first time. For those sharing their home with a small circle of flatmates. For those working on the front line or those furloughed and frustrated. For each of us, experiences of lockdown will be so very different. Difficult, but different. There are things we have each lost, some known to ourselves and others, some unknown to others and maybe even ourselves. And hopefully there are things we have each gained also. But in being apart from another, we have a shared loss of our connections. Something we can each relate to, we all know it has been difficult also that loss of connection has left us less able to see and understand the losses and difficulties that others have experienced. Less able to see and understand the differences. For example, I was running through Sampton Common last week. Early one morning, weaving my way through the paths, I could see a woman walking towards me from the other direction and even at a distance I could see she looked nervous, clutching her mask to her face, making sure I kept as far apart as I could. We passed each other and as we did, she moved right to the edge of the path, turned her back to me and let me run past. In that moment, it really struck me what a different lockdown we've each had. And more importantly, perhaps, what a different response we will each have to the easing of restrictions in the months ahead. But I also saw in that nervous woman feelings and worries and a reaction to them, which I recognise in myself. One I am working to overcome using some of the suggestions I shared earlier. That experience whilst out running reminded me of an anecdote I often share with members of my team when I'm training. I've not been to a supermarket in a very long time, but remembering the times I used to go frequently, I remember a common sight. A small child having a tantrum, screaming, crying, a proper meltdown. And the inevitable dishevelled parent beside them, looking stressed, embarrassed, I look at that child erupting in tears, screams, wailing from deep inside their face, nearly blue in distress, and I can only think one thing: me too, like me too, hun, me too. I know that feeling. I know the stresses of the constraints of the world around us that bring out those feelings in myself. And I know the fragile construction of layers of social conventions and coping mechanisms that keep those feelings from bursting out in the moment. I may not show it on the outside, but I know it on the inside. And so what a gift it is to, in the moment, be able to see in someone else something we know within ourselves, even a screaming child in the supermarket. I have a feeling each of us will have moments in the months ahead where we feel like screaming toddlers in a supermarket, if not on the outside, then at least on the inside. As we return to places and people and activities we have worked so hard to avoid for so long, that reaction is understandable. For me, I know I'm going to have to work really hard at resharpening the real world social skills that have been dulled by months of underuse. And I know that as I start returning to offices and meetings and supermarkets and restaurants and dinners and drinks and parties and more, that there will be times when it will be uncomfortable and strange, and whilst I will try to say thank you next to those worries, the child inside me will be blue in the face, I'm sure. For others, their experiences and losses of the past year may appear in other places, in other ways, and just like they will not see my inside screaming, I cannot see theirs. And so we need to find a way to have a more open conversation about the past year and the things ahead that cause us to worry or stress or remind us of a painful loss. To find a way that we cannot just disregard those feelings, but to say thank you to them. But to also agree it's time for what is next. I hope today's episode starts that conversation and I hope that maybe it might spark something in you that will help you to have that conversation with other people that you know. Because whilst it is down to each of us to say thank you next to our own worries and anxieties and stresses... It is so much easier to do that when the people around you know you, understand you and are supporting you. So I'm going to be looking for ways to start that conversation this week with people that I know and perhaps you might do the same. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe, in your podcast player of choice. And if you've got any questions or comments, then find the podcast on social media at Life After Vax, V-A-X, both on Twitter and Instagram. Until next time.